0: Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, professional certified coach and practicing attorney, Laura Kelly. Whenever I talk about mindfulness or meditation, the one thing I hear the most is, I can't meditate. In fact, I used to say this as well. Now, when I ask why, people usually say, I can't clear my mind of thoughts. That's a good thing. It means you're not a cyborg. The human mind is a thinking mind, full of thoughts that seem to spring out of nowhere. It's quite annoying sometimes, to be honest. Meditation is not for people who can sit and clear their minds of all thoughts. Those people don't need meditation. They're already enlightened and they're probably doing just fine. There is a myth of special people who are able to zone out for hours on end and then come back to this dimension. It's good for movies, but not for real life. Meditation is exactly for people who think I can't meditate. Meditation is for people who can't clear their mind of all thoughts. Those people are human. Now, mindfulness meditation is just one type of meditation. It is not a panacea for all that ails us, but it is extremely helpful if you are at all interested in decreasing your reactivity, becoming more resilient, and being able to see situations more clearly. Mindfulness is more than just a buzzword thrown around to mean conscientiousness. Get ready for a fancy, joyful attorney phrase non-judgmental present moment awareness. This is a definition created by Jon Kabat-Zinn. So what does that mean? Well, it means the process of watching the thoughts, emotions, and sensations that arise in the moment without adding a positive or negative value judgment to them. Another definition I love to use by Sabine Salouse is embodied awareness. When we are practicing embodied awareness, we are aware of and connected to what is happening in our body. What's wonderful about our bodies is that they can only exist in the present moment. Our breath happens in the present moment. Our thoughts happen in the present moment. Our physical sensations happen in the present moment. Even our emotions happen in the present moment. So, what's the benefit of cultivating embodied awareness or non judgmental present moment awareness? Well, I liken it to the scene from The Matrix where Neo is given the chance to take the red pill or the blue pill. Do we want to experience the exhilaration of living in reality, or do we want to live in the simulacrum or the simulation of reality? When we practice mindfulness, we are able to experience the real world deliberately. The other alternative is living in the blue pill world. It's a life on autopilot. The default mode network is triggered. The default mode network is how the brain operates when we are caught in a daydream. If you've ever driven somewhere only to arrive at your destination while not remembering anything about how you got there, then you know the default mode network. Without mindfulness, we are living in the imagined past, the imagined present, and the imagined future. In the blue pill world, our thoughts reign supreme. Our thoughts, which are also our perceptions, assumptions, observations, interpretations, and judgments, cloud our reality. They also cause us stress, reactivity, burnout, etc., this leads us to participate in maladaptive behaviors like overeating, overworking, overthinking, overdrinking, overwatching, overscrolling, overshopping, and procrastination. In other words, avoidance, resistance, and pain. Mindlessness doesn't solve the underlying issue, it prolongs it. When we are mindful and can gain awareness of our thoughts, feelings, and sensations without judgment, we see the world for what it is. We can be with anything that arises. That is so powerful. We are no longer at the effects of the world around us. We are part of the world around us. This allows us to choose a path in this world that serves us and serves others. These benefits aren't just for our own satisfaction. The proven benefits of mindfulness include reduced rumination, stress reduction, more energy, improved working memory, improved focus, reduced emotional reactivity, more cognitive flexibility, and increased relationship satisfaction. A quote that is often attributed to Viktor Frankl is, between stimulus and response, There is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and freedom. Now, mindfulness involves both a formal and informal practice. The formal practice is known as mindfulness meditation. The informal practice entails utilizing the skills you've learned in the formal practice to relate to your inner and outer world. Now, there are a lot of misconceptions about mindfulness meditation. It's not about clearing your head of all thoughts. There's no chanting, there's no special gear or posture required. Um, Sometimes you can use a little gong and that can be cool. (laughs) It's a practice because it requires practice. And if you're restless or find it difficult to sit, you can try a walking or standing meditation. It's simple, but it's not easy. So how does one practice mindfulness meditation? sitting standing walking or lying down and then you choose an anchor something that's going to bring you back to the present moment when your mind inevitably wanders so some anchors can be awareness of the breath awareness of sounds awareness of bodily sensations and something called choiceless awareness where you see what arises and focus on that without clinging to it there are also specific mindfulness meditation practices, such as RAIN, which is recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. And that's for reduced emotional reactivity and loving kindness meditation, where we send out our well wishes to others and ourself. So as I mentioned, you will not be able to clear your mind of all thoughts. Your mind absolutely will wander. So what do you do when the mind wanders? You just notice it. You notice your mind has gone to planning, gone to the past, is, you know, thinking about what you're going to pick up from the grocery store. And you can just gently name what's happening, like planning, thinking, fantasizing. And then you bring your awareness back to the chosen anchor. And here's the best part. Noticing that your mind has wandered is the meditation. And that's really all there is to mindfulness meditation. And if you'd like to try a guided meditation, you can find them on YouTube, SoundCloud, the 10% Happier app, the Calm app, and Headspace. I will also add a guided meditation to this podcast for your benefit. If you would like to learn more about how looking after your thoughts can help you find joy, balance, and harmony in your practice and your life, then please contact me for a free mini session and let's get the journey started. Go to thejoyfulattorney.com to find a time that works for you. Until next time, stay mindful. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.